keeping it real, son. That's right. The shining star. My shining star, girl. <laughs> Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. That's right. Uptown in the house. Shelling, are you in the house? Boogie down, are you in the house? Sacramento in the house. Atlanta, Georgia, are you in the house? West Coast, are you in the house? Japan, are you in the house? Everybody, are you in the house? Hey everybody, this is Javon, and this is the World of Corner Walker. I just want to let you know that we have a guest coming up, but you know I got to make sure that I do my promo. So have you heard about Clap Cleats? Literally the sex socks company helping to give you more attraction for the action and more thrust for the lust. I'm going to tell you why this company went viral on TikTok and sold down the week. Clap cleats are made of a high-performance bamboo material superior to cotton, as each sock is individually five-toed for a secure fit with a great polymer grip on the soles, under your toes, and at multiple points of contact with the ground. These are not one-size-fits-all and require you to select your shoe size for precision fit. In most sports, there are special sneakers or cleats to make sure you perform your best, but why not in the bedroom? Especially with probably the most important physical activity you're doing. It's time to drive with your legs just like an athlete and show your A-game where it counts most. So go to clapcleats.com and use our promo code WALKER for 15% off at checkout. That's promo code WALKER for 15% off at checkout. Thanks again for listening to the intro. And so today we have a special guest. So I just want to introduce one of my personal friends, Maxwell Taylor. Hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Max here. Um, I'm pretty much going to go by the mold of what he's laid out for me. But anything in general that might be relative to myself or what I have in store for you all with Control One, you're probably going to hear it here. That's perfect. I can, I, you know... I've known Maxwell for a number of years, but I can honestly tell you the one thing that I, I would probably say at the top of the list, Maxwell is a legit meme lord. <laughs> it's, you know, there, there are so many people that share memes, but Maxwell is on the top of the, like, he's at the, the top of the list because it's funny to laugh at memes, but then sometimes when you see so many good ones, you're like, where do you get that from? Where did you get that meme from? And that's Maxwell. <laughs> well, when it comes to this, it's like, it's funny because a lot of people have, like, in the most recent years have been approaching me like, oh my God, you're so funny, this and that. And it's like, you know, I'm familiar with these people because obviously I don't just go and add anybody that I don't know on Facebook yeah, yeah. or anything like that. But it's like, you know, most of us when we're on the phone on any of these apps, we're just like, yo, we're bored, we're killing time, like blah, blah, blah. And it's just... Over the years, people in the beginning were like, Max, why are you liking these weird pages? Like, what's the, oh, it's, it's like the name of the group is like, oh yeah, I fell, I, I slipped on a banana peel last weekend and now my back hurts. And it's like, why did you join that group? And back then I really could, I, I can't tell you now why I may have did that back then. I'm, you know, I, I can't tell you why I probably did a lot of things, even when you met me back then. Like there, there's so many stories that people could probably even come up with. But it's like the hardest part about it all has really been like, trying to be professional about it because people say oh man i wish you had a page or i wish you had this or i wish you had that i'm like honestly i'm just doing this on my free time and i'm sure most of the stuff i'm sharing is stuff that you've witnessed before you've been a part of you've probably experienced something like that so it's like you can't even get mad at me if some, if you say oh this is content that's inappropriate or this it's like it's something that's you know we're human you've probably experienced this before <laughs> <laughs> i've seen so, i've seen so, i've seen so many of your memes but and like some of them are like you know, when you see some memes and then you see like there there there's potentially offensive memes and they'd be like, wow, you really don't give a fuck. Like I've seen a couple of <laughs> Maxwell's memes. I'm like, wow, you really like there was what I'm not going to go to the D-Lo Brown because no, there might be. Oh, people, yeah, there, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I can't do the D-Lo Brown one. But, 
but there was so like it might have been a couple days after and like Maxwell shared this one after the Travis the Travis uh Travis Scott <laughs> concert but it was like when you when you when you go to a Travis Scott concert but you wake up at a at a Mac, Mac Miller, Miller concert <laughs> no nah, the only one that you, the one that I thought of when you mentioned that there's one I shared um it was they took a still of the Lion King when you know Simba fa- or yeah Sim- Mufasa falls and Simba's there like oh get up get up and then they're like dad get up dad, the, the Travis Scott the Travis Scott concert is over come on get up <laughs> I don't know where you get them from holy shit uh, but it's like it really all stems from like it's it's a matter of you know being with people you can talk to comfortably because that's yeah, yeah. like my family my friends they're all generally people you know there are certain people for certain situations I'm sure we all know that there's certain people you wouldn't mind taking to a baseball game correct. there's certain people you would you know be reluctant to bring to say a meeting with the mayor or something correct like that. correct correct thankfully I've had that wide range of friends and family like yourself included that yeah. it's like all right you understand you know <laughs> being human like you see you're walking down the street nobody's like. You, you know, you go into the store. You didn't expect to see, you know, a crackhead fighting with a baseball player, <laughs> a retired baseball player. It's like stuff like this just happens. And it's, it's just life to be able to witness it. It's a, it's pretty amazing because it's a one in a million chance. You're going to see that again. Or catch it on video. <laughs> I was oh, I got I got to come back to it. So. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. So everyone listening. So. Maxwell and I, I've known Maxwell. I was a, I, yeah, I graduated from high school in Georgia and. Uh, I started my freshman year at Rutgers Camden and I met Maxwell. We were both uh, pre-business students and he was a, you know, for, I got to hand it to you, Maxwell, for, <laughs> I think within five to 10 days, like you were like big man on campus. That was like, your, that was like, well, essentially that only happened because, well, my sister, she's two years older than me. We moved here. She was about to graduate high school. I was just, you know, getting through middle school, or whatever. And then she did like all the student government she was part of a dance team like all sorts of like she was like doing everything around town i played sports here and there but i don't think i was i won't say i think you actually said it the best i wasn't popular but i was well known yeah 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 i wasn't popular because a lot of people didn't like me when i first moved here because i I was surprised like the new kid thing that you see on tv and movies and stuff i didn't i'm thinking you know whatever that's fake whatever you know there really is a new kid (laughs) thing people wanted to beat me up people like didn't like really and i'm like i didn't even do anything but Myself being, you know, I, back then I was cocky, outspoken. I would not to say I was rude or anything like that, but I'm not gonna just like, you know, just let this happen to me. So it's like I'm outspoken here. And there. <laughs> like, believe it or not, the wildest thing around the first time I moved here on my, it was like my birth, it was my birthday on a school day. We got off the bus like we didn't even get we didn't get to homeroom anything like that. The first thing on my birthday, getting off the bus, I got jumped for you serious? Yeah, just because people didn't like me, just off strictly <laughs> off the bus. And I'm like, I don't, I hardly even know anybody here. How am I getting jumped already? And it's like, it, it, you know, people just have have it out for everybody. And I guess that comes, you know, I'm from New York. I'm getting, you know, we live, we were, we are born with paranoia. Not to say that, you know, I'm out to get anybody myself, yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, it's crazy what people will do or think of yeah, just yeah. because of what they see. It's it's nuts. No, no, definitely. I, you know, I don't remember if you, I don't know if you remember this, but like, I went to, I was going to college, like I was going to Rutgers Camden. I was coming from New Brunswick and I remember we probably like intro to business might've been like maybe a 1230 or one o'clock class. But yeah. anyway, I remember 
you somebody like you were living in the towers i want to say it's some like did they take your bed outside or something like that oh <laughs> do you remember my God. like i just heard they were like yeah they like they threw like maxwell's bed outside it's funny that you break this up because <laughs> i actually hung out with one of those the people that he was in my um dorm during that time too oh yeah yeah justin foster i don't know if you remember him no, I don't remember, I don't but remember. um we were we, we ironically ended up it was i'll never forget it's room 214 and apparently over the years that was like the party room oh what? so and we didn't know we we're just moving in like you know we're freshmen just moving in you know doing our thing <laughs> eventually our door our front door to our dorm like i think the knob broke or something like that so anybody could come in any given time of day it'd be it'd be like 10 a.m 4 p 4 a.m people are walking in there, hey blah, blah, and it's like yo bro like we kind of like live here like we need to sleep <laughs> it's like so eventually we became you know we, we became well known with everybody because they come to our room they hang out whatever be it if the party or if it's just in between classes stuff like yeah. that and then a prank war broke out. But like I said, this Oh is, my God. Yeah. 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 And me still being myself that I was back then. I was, you know, I was cocky out smoking, blah, say blah. And I'm starting with a bunch of people in my room that they're all bigger than me. Like they were like we I played sports with them. They were like, no, they were born for sports type dude. Okay. Okay. And then like I would I was talking shit, whatever. And then I remember one night we had boxing matches between all of us in the room and just some fun or whatever. <laughs> and then I, the first prank they really got me with, I was in the shower, I remember, and it was, it was dirty in there. And they, I didn't know anybody was even in the dorm at the time. Cause they all went, you know, went home, blah, 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 whatever, doing what they're doing. <laughs> they came back and then quickly, like all in a second, they opened the door while I'm in the shower, turn off the light, take the towel. And then, um, they pranked one of the other kids and blamed it on me. Little did they know I didn't do shit. I'm in the shower. <laughs> and... So he comes back. This might still be on video. He's he's coming up to my the door in the bathroom. Like, oh, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, bro, I don't know what's going on. And no, on top of that, when they took the towel and opened the door, everything turned off the lights. They, I remember, one of them reached into the shower, turned the knob to cold, ripped it off. And <laughs> I'm in there naked, no towel, cold water, and this brolic dude screaming at me about something. I think they took they flipped his mattress up against the wall too, and like hung all his clothes on the back of it. And I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Man. And this was like a daily thing like people were I got I got locked in a curio actually once too like one of those TV stands yeah. they take me to a chair and then <laughs> carried me in, out into the hallways and then they like they managed to take get me in there after they untaped me turned it against the wall and it's like bro stuff like this was happening to everybody all week long like it was not I don't even say all week it was like a three month period everybody was getting pranked at some point it was it was insane <laughs> <laughs> And the, and the only the only thing I can say I regret right now is that I don't remember specifically more of these things that went down back then because it's like a list of it's things. <laughs> I don't like you know I only saw you for like maybe like an hour or two out of day and like so I like I think I was in class and then somebody said yeah like you know Maxwell like yo like Maxwell happened to your bed and I just remember you like tell like you're yeah. like yo my bed's like <laughs> yeah and then in response to that I think oh, um God. maybe two days later when um it was during class hours and then it was in between classes maybe like noon to 1 30 something like that the kid who was the mastermind behind it all Justin Foster <laughs> I found out it was him he was like a real he was like a sneakerhead like he had like every Jordan the rare yeah, Jordan yeah. yeah and we go he's in class and I'm like all right now's the time I took his mattress, I put it on top of the shower, and then lined his shoes up all along the top of it. Then, <laughs> you know how they had bunk beds for the dorms, right? So I brought the ladder in the bathroom, so like basically the shower became his bunk bed. Like, <laughs> and then I'm thankful that he actually had a problem with somebody else at the time and ended up pranking them instead. Like I, I think he put their whole like bedroom 
in the hallway, like outside the door. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and it was like, it sucked because he did it right when it was in between classes. So you only had time to come back, grab a snack, you know, clean up whatever and go to class. He comes back, his whole room's in the hallway. He's like, I, I can't fix this now. Like I have to go to class. It was like, bro, stuff like this was happening every week. <laughs> You got the real college experience. Oh my god, yeah. It's and that's the thing. It's like I never, all our lives, you know, they these cliche things you look forward to, like college, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, wow. <laughs> I, it all hit me like, like I said, new kid experience, college, all that stuff. It it actually happens out there. It's <laughs> it's so wild, man. I guess that's like you know one of the one of the points of college is to like group people from several different backgrounds and see them. Yeah. Like I was I was coming from Georgia. You were in you were well. You I'm sure you've gotten a lot more to say because you you're like the traveling man. I see you're in a no. different country, state every like. Other week. <laughs> I try. I try. I. I can, <laughs> it, you know I, I've I've got this thing where like every month I want to go somewhere new. As long as I actually hold it. If I can find a flight for less than a hundred dollars, I'll go on like a like a three day weekend. Because I, I, I wouldn't blame you. It's. You know, you see somewhere new, but like, you know, I'm I'm a cheap traveler. Like, in terms, I just need a place to rest my head. Like, a lot of people, they'll get like yeah. hotels and shit like that. I just need a place. To, it's just me. If it yeah. was with other people, like, yeah, I would definitely, you know, have better accommodations. I hear but, you, <clears throat> you know, everyone, like you said before, like, everyone has different walks of life, man. I, I'm definitely glad that, like, <laughs> freshman year, like, all throughout, like, you know. And that's the thing, like, I was saying before, like, Javon and I, like, we've, we've known each other. We've seen each other. We've all been, we've been in the same places very often, but we never really sat down and like talked about mm-hmm. what was going on or anything like that so it's like for this to happen it's like this is about to be a 10 year like over <laughs> like, wrap up of all the craziness that we've both seen in that time frame oh my god <laughs> man. what a what a time that yeah. was you for anyone listening let me let me just give it to you like in this context when we started as freshmen they still had the original recipe for loco like that's oh, how long <laughs> Man, no, that was the thing. Before too. the formula changed, like, and that's another. You just made me think of another story from back then when the four locos were going crazy. <laughs> so everybody, obviously, every weekend, you got college people going to drink, party, blah, say blah. I didn't play too many drinking games by that time just yet. So the first time I ever played Kings, they invite me to some girls' dorm. And we're like, oh yeah, cool, let's go hang out with the girls, whatever. And they hand me a watermelon four. I think it was a watermelon four local. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they were and they were playing kings. I never played kings before. Okay. You know how they have the waterfall cup of in the middle. So they're like, oh my god, calling out rules and blah, say blah, and oh, raise your hand, this and that. And I'm like missing everything by a second because everybody else played <laughs> except for me. Of course, lo and behold, after drinking already, before we get there, drinking that four loco they gave me, then I lose and have to drink the waterfall glass, bro. I, I, oh my god, I've done some crazy things in my life, but it's like. <laughs> Yo, the original Four Loco. Oh man, it's like yeah. Even to this day, I would never touch a Four Loco <laughs> because of, even though I know they doled it down, whatever. But it's just like that and like Bacardi it's PTSD. Limon. Yeah, but that and but like Bacardi Limon for me are like yo. <laughs> I forget, like you see the helicopters and dogs and <laughs> you see the Vietnam like memories. It's like yo, it's like that man. <laughs> oh my god, man. So what the. So what the hell have you been up to in like your your your, your free time now? Well, aside from well, me, I'm I'm a I, I hate to like give myself such a cheap generic. Like, I'm I'm an otaku. Like I play video games, I watch anime, all that. That's generally what I'm doing in my free time. And I'm big on well with what we're gonna get into. Control one. It's like it's it's called Control One Gaming Community. I'm trying to put more emphasis on community. I want to do more gotcha. work with our local acts and you know talents. Everything we have available. Gotcha. Okay. So okay. So if you've if you game now, right? Mm-hmm. What what was the I'm not gonna say generation, what were like some games that 
got you fascinated with gaming? Like, was oh, it was wow. it NES games? Was it SNES games? Was it Genesis? Was well, it see, I, that's the thing. Yeah, when it comes to gaming, it's like I I'm I'm born 1992, so I came around when PlayStation, SNES, and Genesis, all that was getting hot, like hot. My very first video game that I remember that got me like, wow, like that made me like love video games to this day. My uncle had a Super Nintendo and he had Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. It was the original red. My cousins had it on Genesis. You're going to be excited. <laughs> You're going to be very happy about what I have to show you, like towards either towards the end or after we're done with the show. Yeah, yeah. But that was the one that did that and Super Mario All-Stars. And I managed to actually get a copy of an original copy of that. I don't I don't remember how it happened, but I managed to get oh, a wow. hold of it. And it's like, yeah, I still have the original Super Mario All-Stars for Super Nintendo. It's crazy. Holy shit! Like the library I actually have of video games is it's insane. I didn't I didn't think so myself because it's like back when I got these things, they were when it was like available. It was like oh, everybody. Of course, of course, of course. But over time, these things become less available because they don't produce them anymore. Less they circulation services, things of that nature. But it's like yeah, the library I have is pretty insane. It's just I want to figure out through Control One how to figure out how to I can get that out to the public. Like everybody can play these games, but obviously maintaining. Yeah, that's. Okay, so you said okay, SNES and PlayStation. So yeah. I'm trying to see, like, probably the first, the first system, first video game I personally owned was Game Boy Pocket, and then a Super Nintendo. Oh sh! Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's a, holy shit. Backwards, dude. like, but the thing is, not not to say my parents they didn't they didn't support me like gaming because it's like every <laughs> oh com, video game comics all it's gonna rot your brain yeah. and all that crap. But they, I gotta give it to them, they still held it down when it came to most of the things. But the one great thing I didn't experience that most kids did, did get to experience, I never had an Nintendo sixty four. I'm with you. Oh, you're. Right, yeah. I'm with you. You're right there with me on that. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I, like, I miss the 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 era. Like, I would have to go over a friend's house and play N64. Right. Yo, it was like a thing. Like, if we're at a friend's house and they have N64, it's like, all right. So this might be what we need to do today. <laughs> Because I don't have anywhere else to go. Like, it was crazy. We Like, you were hoping that your friends, they had Pokemon Stadium or GoldenEye. Smash or Bros. Smash Bros. Yo, and, and that was the thing. I, I, like, love Smash Bros. Like, recently, I'm not as good as I used to be. Like, yeah. I actually just took a loss to some friends the other day. And I'm, I got, you know, we're going to have some back and forth about that later. <laughs> I lost my, my, my spot on the totem. But yeah, that was the thing for Smash Bros. It was like when they had that, I was like, "Oh no, we need to we need to take like a solid couple <laughs> hours and not do what we came here to actually." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's dude, it, it's crazy how they came up with a lot of the concepts for the shit. Like Nintendo was, you know, at like the peak, probably mm-hmm. at that point, and they all put characters into one game and just said, "We're gonna let them just like and it's fight." It's crazy with the like titles like these though, because I've I've been watching a lot of videos like on oh, behind the scenes and how in the making of and blah say yeah. blah. It's like a lot of these games really would not have come out the way we thought. Like most ideas in this game, they'd be like say Ness or Captain Falcon in the game. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. those were ideas that were about to get scrapped like two seconds before they decided to finally wow. go through. But here we are today, and those are like st- staple characters in the game. And especially speaking on Ness, because that that's big for me because Earthbound is a game that didn't really get a lot of hype in America during that time period, but. Okay. It was like an amazing story. If anybody ever gets the time to play um, Mother, Mother 2, Mother 3, Earthbound, Earthbound Beginnings, whatever you want to call it, that's a great series if you don't know what the hell to play from time to time. I, I'm amazed by your, um, your not I'm going to say vocabulary, like your, you know, your knowledge of prior games. Because I remember you 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 shared a meme and I re- like I couldn't figure out the name of it, but I was like, is that Earthworm Jim? Oh, and I for, what is it? Odyssey? It was, it was, I think it was Odyssey, uh, Oddity. Or one of my friends actually something corrected like you that. on it. You you called it out, but then you knew exactly. It was like the second game or something. Yeah, 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 
yeah, yeah. But Abe's World? Was that yeah, it? Yeah, Abe's that World. Was that, was it. That, was it. that was it. That was it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> and the thing is, with a lot of these ty- I didn't. I won't say by any means I'm like, a, I won't say I'm a genius or anything when it comes to, well, anything in general. But when it comes to this, because I have friends that like really, de- they dove into that realm a lot deeper than I did as, when they were younger. And they had oh. access to a lot more of those things. Yeah, so yeah. they actually opened up that realm. For, I'd say like late 2000s is when I really started to get an expanded knowledge of like, you know, anime, video games, manga, everything like that. Because I was shown more than what I already had. Gotcha. Yeah. I, you know, my, the game that got me into like video gaming, I don't, I don't game anymore, but I would say the one that a, it was a phenomenon and I'll recognize that today, but I would like, I would say Pokemon. Oh yeah. Was, that's, that was our generation. It just took us by a, like a chokehold. <laughs> you like, let's say you had a game boy and then it came with the game boy color. And then mm-hmm. if you didn't play the game, then you had trading cards. Your parents would say, I'm going to the grocery store. You would bring your binder of yeah. Pokemon cards to the grocery store. Just to see who, <laughs> who else had like Pokemon cards. Like what you needed. And it's funny that you brought up Pokemon. Cause it's like in the, I'd say around 2018, it was the wildest thing for me. Like I, I was working at um, JFK in Edison, okay. the, the uh, hospital. And then I had these two vo- girls that were volunteering on, weekends they come in and help me with my work whatever here and there and we just talk here and there and the one thing i asked they i don't know how we got on the topic of pokemon but long story short this girl didn't know who charmander was and she had to be like i'd say maybe 17 16 between that range and i'm like oh my god how do you not know who charmander like that's like it's basics i can't compare that i can't even think of a comparison for something that everybody knows (laughs) That she just didn't know there. And I'm sitting here having a meltdown. And I'm like, what? Like, we all know Pikachu like we see. Yeah, because that's like on every that's the poster. Po- that's and- a flag. <laughs> yeah. That's a flagship Pokemon. Yeah. But wow. it's like lately, um, in terms of Pokemon, I, um, I've seen they've been trying to like throw those no-name Pokemons on their per- advertisements and stuff. Like, all right, so they can get <laughs> new fan bases and stuff. Of it's course. Cool. That's, you know, it's, I mean, that's that's the way of like remakes nowadays, right? You yeah. recreate something, but you, you, you show a new glimpse to a new audience. Yeah. Um, the, so for anyone listening, this is, this is actually a true story. So when I was in high school, uh, maybe my freshman or sophomore year, the older kids, like the, the seniors and the juniors, they somehow, I don't know how, but they collectively brought back Pokemon. Like, I don't know how, like everyone just started finding Pokemon games and, you know, every brought it all together, just brought it all together in the high school. So. I thought my nostalgic ass. So I thought, okay, let me get it. And one of my friends, he had a Pokemon yellow and I bought it off of him for $10. Never forget. This. Wow. That's a, yeah. It's, I say it's a steal of the century. So, <laughs> so anyway, I like maybe after school, like somehow I, I level up and like, I get good and shit mm-hmm. like that. Right. So my best friend's brother, Matthew or Ryan, if you're listening to this, I hope you like, I hope you can like <laughs> laugh from this memory. So my best friend, Matt, his brother, Ryan was like, apparently good at Pokemon. Yeah. And you know, my, my cocky ass, I thought that I would um, beat him. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, so I do, I had like, I had like a Mewtwo. I had like maybe the oh, three wow. birds. Like I had a Charizard. Like all well, my, so you were sh- out here. all my shit was like either level seven or up. Like and you were out here with those those names already like. i was pla- yeah i was pla- <laughs> i was planning to beat him and so yeah. like i was like ryan i'm gonna challenge you he's like bro like don't challenge me and i'm like all right i'm gonna challenge you so like so it was one football game and it might it was either halftime or the end of the game but i saw he was chilling in his car with his girlfriend and yeah. i said dude it's go time and <laughs> matt was there ryan you made it sound and- like some gang beef like you rolled up on him on the it's, yo it's dude, time. like for the because like he's like i t- when i originally came to him he was like all right i'm gonna give you three weeks like he said i'm gonna give you three weeks you know you do whatever yeah. you want you level up you do whatever you can to beat me and i said okay cool mm-hmm. so now so the rules were 
no items and i can't remember if we could switch out but it was like no items all right so i can't remember my top my six but i can tell you i want to say i had charizard i had charizard and mewtwo left yeah and he had a dugong that's all he had left. Like I, like I wiped out everybody. It's like, one of those situations where you gotta think like anything is possible. Anything like, is possible. <laughs> I think yes, because I think our rules were no items and no legendary birds. So I probably got rid of the birds oh, and had somebody bird. else. So Man, you sound like you had, you still had like the upper hand here, like the high ground. Yeah, one left. So I had the Charizard and. I got rid of his last Pokemon and then he put in Dugong and I can't remember what happened, but Dugong beat Charizard. Well, I can see how Dugong can beat Charizard, but the next. Correct. So he beat, so maybe I took off a little health of the Dugong and then the Dugong beat my uh, Charizard and then I had to send out Mewtwo. And Mm -hmm. like Mewtwo has, I think it had Swift, it had Recover, it had Psychic, it had all this shit, right? Psychic might do some work. (laughs) So I, so I want to say I used Psychic on Dugong and Dugong was probably only had like a quarter health left and then so because it was my it was ryan's turn he used ice beam and he froze uh, mewtwo a few turns out of the loop and then he went in he I'm sure. fro- so he froze so he froze mewtwo and because i couldn't use like ice heal or anything mm-hmm. like that like i literally watched him beat Damn. me like i there's nothing i could it's like in Yu-Gi-Oh where like if you don't have any face down cards like you, you don't have here. a hand you just let it happen to you <laughs> He beat me and like I wanted to cry, but like, like I just, just I just ran. I just ran I just ran like Matt right <laughs> Matt might remember me just like running home. Like, <laughs> like see, and it's a, it's what that's another one of those cliches like, oh he got beat so bad he ran home to his like oh man. <laughs> Dude, wild times, man. And and you know the the one thing I can appreciate to my friend for selling me the ten dollar um poke like uh, uh Pokemon Yellow was mm-hmm. that Whenever natural disasters happen, Hurricane Sandy, Hurricane Irene, like that was something as long as you had a Game Boy that was charged up or a Game Boy Advance, whatever the case may be, like that was always something that you could do. Best believe during, I don't know if it was, I think, I don't know if it was, I think it might have been Hurricane Sandy because that was the one where it was really bad. Um, I didn't actually end up, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't end up losing power or anything like that due to the hurricane. It was like maybe a day or two. It was a day after, I believe. They were like just going around making sure everybody's fine, everything of that nature. And there was a tree service company, maybe a block down, and PSENG was on our street making sure, you know, everybody got power, nobody got yeah, knocked yeah. out, anything like that. All right, they pack up and leave. The tree service company, I guess they were BS and whatever behind them. They see them leaving. They're like, oh, let's pack up our stuff, too, and start going. PSENG truck pulls off. Tree service truck pulls off, and they take the power line with that PSENG just checked <laughs> on with them. And we're sitting here like, the worst thing we got out of this hurricane was some branches in the yard. This guy's the reason we didn't have power for the next three days and are freezing in our houses in bed with jackets on. That's like, oh, man. And that, like you said, during that time, I, I to this day, I have the same Game Boy Advance SP that I got like when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> There's a story behind that Game Boy, but that Game Boy lasted me up in, I think, Sandy was 2011, 2012 or something like that. That got me through those days. (laughs) I was bringing everything to work, like charging it at work. Like, yo, just give me like 10 minutes and I just, I got to be at home with nothing, man. Like, (laughs) it's, you know. I want to say a year or two ago. Oh man, I appreciate that, man, by putting up YouTube. Dude, no, he's been doing that the whole time. He's been every time we brought up a topic, he's been hitting us with like pictures and everything. It's, it's iconic, cool. man. I so I would <laughs> say, you know, I was upset when it happened, but maybe a year or two ago, the memory of my Pokemon Yellow was erased. Oh. It hit the time, and like you know, that was something that was like I built up all that shit. It's you know what? It kind of reminds. I mean, it's not the same, but mm-hmm. like it was like. Imagine when the kids leave the home. 
Like that was all. Like I Man. put in so much effort. And it, like leave. Like I they leave the nest. I, I can't imagine that. <laughs> well, actually, I can't imagine that pain because it's like I had a situation like years. I guess years beyond the, the Game Boy. Um, back when everybody had memory cards for their PlayStation, everything like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To this day, I don't know if I if I might have lost it or if the kid that I'm bringing up might have stolen it. I, I accused him of stealing it. We got into a fight and everything over it. I was like, no, I'm not. That's serious it. shit. It was yo, losing your memory card was like like somebody taking you lost everything. A wallet full of money from you in this day and age. Like back then, that was your money, your trading cards, your games, your- especially like RPGs. Yeah, 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 yeah. You put oh, so much time and man. effort into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> no, and Thanksgiving specifically is a great. It's it's perfect that we're having this meeting around this time in 2005. I'll never forget. I don't know if too many people are familiar with the Dot Hack series. It was on Adult. I remember Dot Hack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got a hold of a game for PS2, um, Dot Hack Mutation, and I, I I didn't really know about the series. So I was like, you know what? Let me sit down, and play it, see what it's about, whatever. And I got really far into the game, and then I remember I hit. There was a dungeon, like you had to go so many floors down, beating these monsters and stronger than you and everything like that. I get to like the final boss and it was like a huge glitch that it's like the, the that's the basis of the game. It's like based on computers and this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fighting a giant glitch and I didn't save, you know, long for a very, very long time. So I get there and I'm like, all right, let me just try to get through it and do it. Of course, it trashed me like instantly. <laughs> I didn't save for maybe an hour worth of gameplay. To this day, I never picked that game. I have the copy still. <laughs> to this day, it was in 2005. And to this day, I own the game still and never picked it up just because every time I look at it, I remember the moment that I decided to put it down. It was horrible, man. I see, you know. The the one game I can say that I used to before I got memory cards, man, I used to chance it. And I remember I did like the WWE games without oh, a memory yeah. card. I did Vice City without a without a memory card. You're you're wild for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did Vice City. Like I think it was like probably about twenty hours worth of gaming. And then like because I didn't have I would just have to do it again tomorrow. Wow. Like you would keep the PlayStation on. And you know because I, I did that a few times, but for you to do a game like that without a memory card, yeah, it's yeah. like, man, you must have been like, all right, you must freaking out. I was in the trenches. Like, I hope it's on. I hope Nobody unplugged it. I hope we didn't have a power surge or something. Yeah, you're yeah, you're you're living on a prayer, like literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, those dude, those were the days, man. That Definitely. was that was like, dude. That, I don't know about that because I don't game anymore. But I would yeah. probably say, like, as a as a person that has, a, I would I would probably say that was like the peak of gaming. Well, right? definitely, I would say that still because as someone who still games, like, I'm I'm not I don't game as much as that because you know we're adults now. We yeah, can't yeah. work everything of that nature. But <laughs> back then, it felt like you know anybody can get into it. Now it's like you have to be ready to set aside time to get into games. Like, it's yeah, like, oh, you gotta you gotta make it a, a part of your day. Oh, you're right, man. I'm, you know, I, I didn't play as many games in comparison to like some people, but you know, some yeah. of them. I the older that I got and I was still gaming, the more I focused on like RPGs. Like yeah. I used to play Final Fantasy, and I'm just thinking, like, imagine losing a memory card. Like, oh. well, I think Final Fantasy X, I probably had like a hundred hours or something like that. Like, Don't tell me you lost that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I still got it. No, no, no. I still got it. Like, you know, I was actually thinking about popping in like San Andreas like a couple like yeah. days ago. I'm like, I, I got lucky at a, like some. I think a thrift store they had San Andreas and Vice City for like seven dollars each. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in. Like, oh man, they're such iconic games. And, I've, and that's the thing, like, I'm very big on, um, like, I play, I'm open to playing pretty much, or anything in general. I'm open to everything. Like, I want to experience everything for the first time. When it comes to gaming, it's like, I'm more of an action RPG. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really play too many sports games unless it's like, you know, something like NBA Street or of something course. crazy like that. Because, yeah, I have nothing against the community, like, that plays Madden, 2K, things of that. But it's just like... 
I look at things like that and think like I can do that in real life. So why don't I just go <laughs> basketball? Everyone has their like, niche. And same when it comes to sports. Like I played plenty of sports growing up, but I was never the guy that was like, oh, I know this guy's statistics on this date. And it, no, it's like <laughs> I'm only concerned. In, and I look, I use this model with life. I'm only concerned with the original and the best. So essentially, if it That's came fair. to sports teams, I know everybody's going to be like, "Oh, when I say that, I'm a I'm a Jet Nick Yankee fan." No, nah, you're good, man. And like I said, I'm not I'm not I'm not too knowledgeable of these things, but it's like t- to be a fan of this, you got to have some sort of dedication because it's like I've sat and watched the Jets lose all my life. I met, <laughs> I met a guy. I met a guy. He had to be in like his 80s. He he actually had a signed helmet from when Joe Namath won the um oh Super God. Bowl, and I'm like, he and he was like, "Yeah, I actually saw that game for twenty five dollars." That is insane. That's insane. And I'm sitting here like, Super yeah, Bowl. and here we are paying top dollar to see front seats that just get trashed. <laughs> My father told me he he had to celebrate this year the fact that they won more than one game. I'm like, <laughs> so it's like yeah, we don't. I don't talk when people start talking about sports. I don't get too loud because all my teams kind of you know in the no. trenches right now. It's no, it's good, man. That's, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you're you're selective with your sports teams. You're selective with with the games that you choose to play. I mean, yeah. everyone has their niche. Like some people they prefer you know sports games. Some people prefer RPG. Some people prefer. Um, Puzzle games, you know, like there's definitely a niche. The Qberts, the the, the Tetris. Tetris yo, yeah. I, I know some people that like play Tetris like heavy. And yeah, I'm like, it's not. I'm not saying it's a. It's definitely a fun game and it takes a lot of strategy. But I've never. So I've never been the type of guy like yo Tetris. Like we got <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> so so question. All right. So I, so in terms of your community, so mm-hmm. is it just like. Control One. It's a it's a community of gamers, and what what's well, like what's your mission of? Well, Control One gaming community. It is called Control One gaming community, and and I was saying before, I want to focus more more so on it being a community. But we're open to well, on, in in my aspect, I look at it as you know, anime, video games, manga, whatever, comic books, things of that nature, and. Not to say like, oh, only a certain genre or a certain type. It's like, no, I want everybody to come forward and give us what you would want from the community. Like, say you're a fan of, I don't know, um, one of the artists of the, the hoodie I'm wearing, actually, her name is Delilah. Shout out to Delilah Aguilar. She told me she's a fan of a game called The Dark Witch. I haven't played that yet. Okay. And then she showed me another game. It was Super Princess Peach for Nintendo. And and that was my thing was, all right, so how can I take this and make either an event or you know a uh, maybe a gaming tournament something that can Got make it, it okay. a, a, available for anybody any walk of life any any preference of gaming i want to find ways to get everybody involved in, in with things that they're interested in too you're trying to include everyone so no one feels left out yeah. because and it's like it's this is the, the control one essentially is a big trial and everything because it goes it can date back as far as when i first moved here but the first thing i did when i actually had friends when i first moved here I tried to make everybody like each other. And then yeah, yeah. Yeah, I learned the hard way. You can't just like take pe- one group of people, another group of people, yeah, just yeah. because I'm friends, be like, yeah, be friends. Because then it, 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 it resulted in a lot of fights and back and forth here and there. Some became mutual friends. Some still to this day don't talk. And then another time in 2015, we tried a project called The Wake Up. And it was essentially like the control and gaming community, but okay. it was more focused on the music and the clothing and everything of that nature. Okay. And then um, now with Control One, I essentially want to make it a, a mixer of everything. I want I want art to be involved. I want I want music. Memes. I want yeah, like memes. Yeah, to be- yeah. You see you see on the main, on the Facebook page like that's how I get that's how I garner the most attention with all these crazy memes that you know they're found in the depths of the internet. I do, I could people ask me what the source is. It's like I honestly couldn't tell you because. <laughs> It all really started with the first day I logged on Facebook and just saw, oh, yeah, like, look at this group over here. 
I I urge anyone listening to this, like you know, if you game, if you don't, but Control One sounds like it's a you know, it's a platform where you you can feel included, and if you don't get come for the memes, like yeah. seriously, and and also we do we did we've done live well before quarantine we were more heavy with the live events. Our first event it was it was like a random landing. We were at a Greek bistro in northern Jersey. That, the hell? And, and unfortunately, two weeks after the event, the owner, somebody else bought out ownership of that place. But we had a Super Smash Bros. tournament, and we had, I'd say, about five screens and a um, projector screen for the championship event. And it got, uh, like, when it, for our first event, I was thinking, you know, maybe five, 10, 20 people are going to show up at maximum. We had it to the point people were like, oh, man, we missed the signups for the tournament because we offer, we offer prizes at our tournaments. We oh, gave out, shit. you know, figurines, we give out clothing, we give yeah, out yeah. anything we can get our hands on. And um, yeah, that really not only just starting Control One and planning that made us inspired to go forward. But when we saw the response that we got, it was like, oh wow! And it's like from all walks of life, like kids, adults, like you, you serious country, out of country. It was like, wow! I didn't. So that's why I was like, you know what? I have to just make this the stipe, the staple for now because essentially, I want to be, I want to produce anything. I want to do clothing. I want to do music. Yeah, yeah. I'm open to all content, any content, even if it's discarded. It can be used at some day, in some day, at some point. So that's essentially what it is. I want to be inclusive while also putting forward, you know, what I like. And when people join the group, I want them to tell me, look, what do you like and how can we get that incorporated? Or if you have content of your own, like this show itself, yeah, yeah. we're going to we're going to make sure to promote you and put your features out there. We want to make sure that our community and everybody, oh, we're growing from the inside out. That's pretty dope. It's yeah. like, is it, it's you and like a couple of friends that started? Like, were you like the, the, the creator and then? Well, it was like, I'd say, well, the co-founder is my friend that I've known pretty much since I moved out in Jersey. Okay. His name is Justin Carlos. I, I'd say he was more so the vision. I was the execution because the, for years I, w- I wanted to try different things, music, clothing, this, yeah, and that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then we finally sat down and said, you know what, let's focus on what we know. We know gaming, we know anime. How can we make this you know, how can we produce a service? How can we appeal to our community? How can we make it so that once we are known, we can expand to anyone in the world? Got it. So that's really, it's, it's, it's hard to navigate right now because it's like trying to be a business and trying to appeal to community. It's two completely different beasts right Mm. now. It's I'm trying to garner the community aspect so that we can become professional because essentially it started off as, you know, events, tournaments, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I came along the grand, grandious, grandious idea of becoming something like Twitch or something of that nature. Okay. I, I want to become another platform for gaming. But for now, we're going to keep hosting these events and we're going to focus on merchandising and promoting our artists to things of that nature. Holy shit. And then use that to be our catapult into the realm that we want to get into. Okay, so in its infancy, it was mainly towards gaming. I would say, yeah, right? gaming was okay. gaming was the root, and then we realized, okay. all right, anime comes hand in hand with that. And then as we grew, we we, we know that people have their own ventures, and we want to appeal to the people that game. But you know, we can't make it your main thing because we exactly have, we have occupations, we have all these things we want to do. So we want to make sure that those people can still enjoy gaming to that extent of the people who are professionals and make money doing it and everything like that nature, or give them a platform to possibly end up in those rosters. Oh shit, dude! Yeah. Like I want to make it a beacon of sorts. No, it should be, and I mean it should be right. It should be something where there's no inaccessibility. Everyone can, mm-hmm. everyone can like, be part of the community. But like that's what it is. It's a community, right? It's yeah. not you know the American dream that we don't really have. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like one for all for one, one for all. Blah say blah. You know, you just we re- we actually want to see all of our people win. Wow. What? So 
all right, question for you. That was one tournament. Like, how many have you done a lot of tournaments since like since you began? Well, I know COVID might have like. Oh yeah, well, COVID was really the screeching halt when it came to public events. But we it. did um that was the, we did the, the um Smash Bros tournament tournament at that Greek uh, restaurant, and then that actually ended up getting us uh, locate um. We got to work with Microsoft directly. They let what? us host. A, we hosted an event at Microsoft Store in I think it was East New Brunswick Mall, and um they yeah they gave what they, the fuck they let us host an event there. We did a Call of Duty tournament, and they they supplied everything. I got to give a shout out to uh, her name was Critia. She was the one that actually gave us the link there. They gave us prizes to give out. They said they had these little like you know how like when back in the day they had the consoles and the little TV screens that could attach them. They had like a layout of these ready for a Call of Duty. We had a, we hosted a Call of Duty tournament. They laid it all out for us, and we're thinking, all right, we were used to bringing our own setups and setting it up for everybody, you know, play whatever. They were like, no, we have everything. Just tell us what you want us to do. Like Microsoft was really like, no, we want you to figure out how to bring people in this store. That is so cool. And that's what I'm saying. Microsoft is actually getting really great when it comes to, you know, ambassadorships and working with the public. It's a, it's a, it's a little difficult, just like anything getting, getting that connection, but it is available and within reach. And then, um, another startup called Saber VR was in the same mall. They saw the event and said, Oh, we wanted to work with you too. And they, it was amazing. They, they, there's something similar in the building that we're in currently. It's literally like a, v, a VR arcade. Like you walk in, it's like you can put on a helmet or, you know, whatever, give you the grips, whatever. It's an entire VR arcade. We did a Tekken tournament there and we did a, um, Actually, I forgot to mention the fundraiser. A fundraiser we did at the Call of Duty tournament. We did clothing and we donated it to a church um, down in South Jersey. But for the Saber VR tournament, that had a lot of like, like people were walking. It was it's in the mall. People were walking right by, like, oh, what's going on here? But I said, oh, let me just walk in. And actually, the winner of the tournament happened to be some guy that just happened to be walking by the store. Like he just saw. Serious? It. Yeah, some guy just saw us in there, like going crazy, and he's like, oh, yo, I want to get in there. And him and his girlfriend came in. They chilled out. We had some snacks, or drinks, whatever. And then it was just like a huge Tekken like showdown in the middle of the Saber VR that is arcade. So cool. Yeah. Holy shit. But it's like that, that and that essentially that's what we're getting into. I, the mixer I invited you to next week. Yeah. I know you're going to be traveling, whatever. Um, That is essentially what I want it to be first. It's going to be a mixer. I'm inviting people who do music, clothing, video okay. games, and anything. If you really do have any production, I'm inviting them to that meeting. <clears throat> and then um, the first is just to get people familiar with each other and comfortable to work with each other. And then in the second half of that, we're going to get into planning our next event. We're going to stick to the theme of Smash Bros. tournaments for now because it's a game that everybody can just jump in and play, whatever. So that'll be the basis of our tournaments for now. And then you'll start seeing more clothing releases aside from these hoodies. Um, you're no, going to see no. that too. <laughs> no, it's it's all, like everything, it's a work in progress. But yeah, definitely if anybody out there is interested in becoming a part of, of Control One, you're more than welcome as a member. If you wish to contribute or if you have anything that you specifically, any talent that you have, we're, you're open to join us at our meetings. And um, yeah, maybe you'll be a part of a big staple in our next event. That is... It's it's a it's a really cool idea and it's it's pretty cool that you've executed this at this point. It, I got to say, like, even myself, like, I'm, I'm amazed it even came this far because it's like one of those things like you have a dream and it's just like, all right, how can I make this happen? How can I make this happen? And it's like it's in the preliminaries. It's not, you know, where we want it all to be. But it's like to, just to see it forming and happening is like, wow, like I didn't even think I'd make it this far every day that you do something new. Wow. What? Like. So you said, okay, so, so a Smash Bros. tournament, right? And a Call of Duty. So what, like, what do you do? Like you reach out to the, to the venue, like, do you pay them like upfront or like what, like, or well, that's the you guarantee a certain amount of heads? Like how, well, do, how does that work? Well, for it? It, truthfully, whenever I'm hosting these events, I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm an, I'm a pessimist in general. Like okay. I, you know, I always say, yeah, I always fair. assume the worst and things are going to happen before anything happens just so that I don't hurt my own self mentally. <laughs> but 
Um, it, it all comes down the, with the next event that I'm hosting. It's going to be with um, the creator of a, a brand called Loud Life. They do music, they do clothing production, all sorts of things of that nature. This is a studio in Plainfield, New Jersey. They want us to. We're going to be doing a pop up shop tournament. Um, we're going to do, um, and I'm having a DJ actually compile a few music musicians' music into a playlist that we're going to have playing throughout the event and everything like that. But that's the thing. It's like all forms of media, all forms of anything. Like if if you if you make chairs, I want your chairs at the event. If this Correct. is your radio show. I want your radio show. I don't. Want, not to say I don't want to see you know attention from the the higher ups and you know yeah. big corporations or anything of that nature. But it's like why not work with the people I know first and foremost. No, you're 100% right. Wow, dude. So like it's, a, you know, the the events are a culmination of everyone that you know and the products yeah. or the, the services that they bring forward. Exactly. Right? Everything that you see was provided by somebody that I've known personally, most likely before I knew them professionally. And if it is somebody that I've known professionally, it's because one of my other colleagues knew them personally, most likely. Wow. Do you like, question for, like at your, at your, your, your primary job, like mm -hmm. your, like, are there a lot of gamers there? Like, do you? No, in my professional field, there really are not really that many gamers. But okay. I do make it known when they when they talk to me. I'm like, yeah, I actually, outside of my professional occupation, I run a gaming community, and they they show a lot of interest themselves in in the sense that you know, like you were saying before, I reach, I might dive into titles that were like from either our childhood, yeah, or yeah, their yeah. childhood, and they'll be like, oh wow, like yeah, that'll definitely be of interest. And then even if they give me knowledge of something that they had from their time period, a game, movie, anime, whatever, I'll do my own research and try to figure out a way that I can make it either relevant to Control One, incorporate it in our next advertisement, something. Like, I want all content to somehow find a way to be used. That is so dope. Like, I'm just like, I'm, it's, it's, I'm not gonna say it's rare, but it's uncommon to see you know, this type of thing where everyone's included and where you're trying to actively include everyone and, as much as possible. And that was, and it was surprising for us too, because it was like the, the response that we got, it, we, not to say we didn't expect people to be interested in it mm -hmm. because, you know, you didn't get anybody's interest with a, a Pokemon game or something like that. <laughs> like you're going to get somebody, somebody's going to be interested, but it was um, for that, them not only to be interested in the game, but then they actually found interest in us in Control One and they were people were hitting me up like while well, I'm still thinking, oh, this is just a little, you know, fun project. They're hitting me up like, oh, what's next? What's next? And I'm like, oh yeah? wow. Like I wasn't even ready for you to be calling me. Like I thought you guys were just enjoying the game, but you guys actually enjoy the community as well. So once I saw that aspect, I'm like, no, now I need to find a way. Cause we live in a world where the worst of the worst usually tends to go down. I don't want to be a part of the problem. We want to be a part of the solution. No, as well, as John Lennon said, there are no problems, only solutions. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's uh no, nah, dude. You're 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 really helping out a lot of people. And I mean, so take for instance, right? Because of COVID, you have you have a situation where people are isolated in their households, right? Mm -hmm. And they can't physically go to gaming tournaments. So what better way than join a community where you know even on a virtual basis, you're 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 part of a community. Exactly. It's like if you say you, they were playing a game, an online game like Call of Duty is popular right now, I would want them to be like, all right, so since you know, obviously we can't host another Call of Duty event, if you're planning on playing Call of Duty, don't have a problem dropping it and controlling because I'm sure I have, personally, I could probably name off the top four or five friends that are on Call of Duty right now. Like <laughs> if you're going to log on by yourself, why not have a group of people that like not randoms, but somebody that's, you know, relatively close to somebody that you know to play yeah. with that's going to take it seriously versus just jumping on and losing 10 times in a row with people you never met. <laughs> and you grow part of that community itself like there there there's more than to just there's more than just gaming inside the community exactly like we it, this go, this goes to outside to even family events holidays like i if there's ever public events such of that nature i make sure to invite any members that might be available as well because i want them to feel comfortable with us and like 
there's people there are people that I still to this day haven't met in person. They're telling me like, oh man, I'm sorry I missed that event. I gotta be there next time, blah blah blah. And I'm like, I don't even know you, but if you see, <laughs> but for you to see something in this event more so than just what's happening at the event, that means a lot to me. Like people are actually showing attention and showing love. It's like, all right, now I just need to. F- it, it would be it would be wrong of me not to figure out how to make this grow and work for everybody. No, that's 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 really fucking dope, man. What like so? What were so? What have your events been since the pandemic? Like since it started? Since like, the pandemic, um, well, it, we actually moved towards the lines of trying to become more involved with merchandising, like clothing, things of that okay. nature. Because essentially, think about it: there's nobody out there. We have Nike, we have Adidas, we have all these brands that are for sporting goods and lifestyle goods. There's no company out there that makes gaming clothing. So that's like a market we're trying to break into right now. But it's like it's that's why I'm working closely with the um, the people that will be helping host the next event, Loud Life, okay. because he's been making clothing since like early 2000s. I still have some of his like first releases and For stuff real? like that. Yeah. Um, hopefully next time we link or whatever, I get to yeah, show yeah. you that as well. But he'll definitely he's definitely going to be tuned into the show next week. He, that's where we're hosting the meeting. Um and yeah, he actually has a bunch of colleagues on his own because he d- he dabbles heavy in music production as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. That's dope. I was, you know, I'm, I was looking at. I don't know. I'm just looking at my Instagram because, like, there's this company. I was at. So I was at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. It's called AA Embroidery. Mm-hmm. Like, there. So I was at a friend's housewarming in uh, in Manville. Yeah. Like a month or two, about two months ago, and this kid, this black kid comes in and the, I'm, I'm not highlighting the fact that he was black it's just it's, it's a stereotype <laughs> nah, in movies that you can only be one black guy at a like at a, at a, at a social gathering as That's, a person of color like we all we all just know that like, all right, there's there's levels to how you're addressing it's like oh yeah it's a black kid or is it that black kid like, all right, come on, man. like you know so, so i'm just so i'm chilling at, so i'm chilling at the party and this, this this dude he comes in with i think i want to say he had a blue like a sky blue hoodie and he had a a, a, a squirtle patch like a squirtle oh, squad dope. patch and i'm like where the fuck did you get that from and he said it's some dude like i follow his instagram and mm-hmm. he just like he does like embroidery and clothing i'm like i've never seen like i had never seen it before yeah it was just like a fucking squirtle so i ended up so i i told him that next time that he sees me i would have something and so i went on instagram and i looked at this company and i told i told the, the owner like i would definitely give him a shout out yeah. but it's called aaembroideries.com i'm and probably looking to that myself he like he's like he has a he has like a black friday sale. i think his his stuff is like 25 percent off now so wow. he sells patches and he sells like um, like clothes itself with so there are hoodies he has yeah 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 that's it okay perfect. see I noticed the first thing I'm yep. I'm an anime stand I see he has a his so look at that like that was a squirtle patch <laughs> that was a, like Korosan Gojo it's dude it's Ze- Legend of Zelda it's fucking Majora's impressive Man. like he ju- he just he makes his stuff it's so cool yeah and he's hitting a lot of titles that are like different I told him I was doing I told him oh, I was man. doing this episode with you and I said look you know. I like you have a product that is so fucking badass. I need to talk to this guy. <laughs> like, seriously. Like he makes so much shit. Like Jack Skellington, yeah. you know, sweatshirts. Our community definitely would be down to see and buy some of this stuff. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at all this stuff. Like if I had the money to definitely yeah. drop on all of it, I would definitely do all of it. I told like, <laughs> dude, I told him, I said, look, like, you know, he like he has a different patch. I said, look, 
I, I do like the score to one. Yeah. And he said, I can make any for you. And I was like, my favorite Pokemon is Gengar. I said, oh, I'm that'd gonna, be sick. I went yesterday. So it was Black Friday. I went to Forever 21. I got like a gray hoodie. Yeah. He makes his own hoodies, but like, because I don't know about the right fit and everything. Like, exactly. That's why. So I have a gray hoodie and I'm going to, I'm going to get him to, to custom put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, the, you know, I'm not saying I'm the biggest Pokemon fan in the world, but this is, it's something that. I like because I like Gengar. I like wearing hoodies. And the fact that you see the shit and you're like, yo, where did you get that from? It's yeah. immediately an attention getter. That's what I'm saying. Because personally, I, when it comes to fashion stuff like that, yeah. like, think of Jordans. Everybody's here is like a new Jordan's coming out. It's like they all run and get it. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I never saw the appeal in buying something that somebody else has. <laughs> like, I never saw the appeal in it. Not to say it's, isn't they look nice and everything of that nature, but it's just like the new Jordans came out. Yeah. It, it just, I see your t shirt. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go buy this exact t shirt you have on and wear it. I want what you got on. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and not to say you can. You know, you put people on, and if they want to wear it to their events, whatever. But yeah. it's like I never, I never understood people like, oh, where'd you get that? Unless it's your own company, like, yeah, of course, by all means, by all means, come and buy that. But oh, I'm gonna go buy the same shoes, same. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and those are shoes. You know, it's different than shirts. Like I saw him have a have a have a sky blue hoodie with the Squirtle Squat. That would have caught my attention off the rip too. Immediately, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's a cool ass fucking. Hood. I was like, where did you get it from? And he told me at this company. I looked him up on Instagram. I talked to him. I mm-hmm. said, dude, I'll definitely buy some because it's not it. You know. You would want to support small businesses, but you want to support it even more when it's something that you believe in or you yeah. want to represent. Like exactly, that is something where this guy is making this shit, and you got like you saw the pictures yeah, that's of it. Amazing, it's, like it's, it's there's not one piece that I wouldn't even twice about that right now. I'm like, damn, I'm I'm trying to remember the website. AA Embroideries, AA Embroideries Like he has like you got it. If you go on a website, you'll be able to see like the social media links. But he has got so much fucking cool shit, and it's not just like t-shirts. But he's got he he sells patches. He sell and I mean you you see it on the website. If you go to the website now, aembroideries.com, but like you see, he has like four or five patches, but he says whatever you want, he could possibly make. So like if you want to make it customized, yeah, you pay the extra, but it's something that you know, if you want, you can get it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he that was like that. The game, oh, yeah, yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gengar looks perfect. That's exactly yeah, that looks hard. It's perfect. <laughs> I, I looked up immediately and was like, yeah, that's it's the one. perfect. <laughs> so like, you know, he doesn't like, Literally, you know, this probably was your idea that he just, that he, that he, he came, he came out with that before I talked, but like somebody, yeah, somebody wanted specifically that, that they love the ghost Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what? I can make it. And he decided to make this, you know, the, no, this, 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 the shirt or hoodie. So he sells t-shirts, he sells hoodies, he sells, um, sweatshirts mm-hmm. and he sells patches by, you know, patches if you want to do it yourself. So like he, He's got enough shit to make it worth your while. Like, if you like anime, if you like manga, if you like TV, whatever the case may be. And I like the fact that he uses the images and details that are like the small images and details. It's not something that would be on front street. Like, say, you're not using Goku for DBZ. He's like using other characters, (laughs) other little details. It's cool. It's it's so cool. You know, it I, I told him that I would definitely give him a shout out in the in this episode of the podcast, but now that when you were telling me about the you know the event that you're having, like, yeah. hey man, this that could be a serious link for you. If, yeah, if, if you brought him to this or even if you just like hit him up. Like I already see myself buying one of these as a prize for one of our events. And I'm going to be like, yo, I'm going to have a hard time giving it away. Like, yo, can we give something <laughs> else? Like, <laughs> it's so, like, it's so cool. But I mean, you know, this is, this is how, this is how cool of an idea that it is, or it's not just an idea, but he's executing this idea and mm-hmm. actually formed a company behind this, but it's something that is inclusive of that community. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I mean, if you have a gaming community, if you have an anime community, a manga community, 
community. Like this is something that represents what you what love. You and that's the thing, because back in the day, like um, no matter what style you had, it feels like these type of things were hard to come across. Nobody was just making anime yeah, clothing, yeah. stuff like that. It was like you either had, you know, what brands were hot or whatever was available. You know, you, you get the graphic tees. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When people started making graphic tees, it was like, oh, crap. Like anybody could do it. But who's making images like these? These the Gengar, yo. Yeah, that, it's hard. And I like, he got the whole, the whole evolution. I want to just see like the whole piece now. It's, That'd be crazy. It's insane. Yeah, definitely, definitely hit him up for it. Yeah. And anyone listening, like definitely, please hit him up. It's, you know, it's not just for like, he's not a sponsor or anything like that, man. I'm really just like helping to push what he's doing. Cause this is, this is something that, you know, major retailers don't do this. They, whatever their product is, that's what they distribute out. Like he's actually making this and he could possibly like make custom orders for you. Like whatever you want, he could possibly make as long as it's within that realm. Um, so what, uh, so yeah. So what else did you, what else have y'all done since like, since the pandemic? Like in terms of the pandemic lately, I've been yeah, focusing yeah. on um, our streaming community. Um, okay. One that I, that I might be working, that actually might be at the mixer next week is, um, Chris Vera. He does a lot of different streaming. He streams games. Like last thing I saw him doing, he was doing smash Bros with, with a bunch of his friends. He's heavy on Twitch. Okay. Um, another one is gifted gaming. He actually was, um, an MC and he maintained our call of duty tournament that time of the year. Um, he moved to Florida. He streams a lot of Call of Duty, and he's like amazing at the game. Like he's the type of guy. Get, he's like mad with twenty eight kills in an <laughs> in a battle royale game. I'm like, bro, like I couldn't. Uh, I'm thankful I get two or three out here. <laughs> Some <laughs> so people are that. Yeah, good. definitely. Shout out to Chris Vera, Gifted Gaming, um, Hentachi. That's one of my close friends. He does. Um, he does like he's. A, He's the one that will focus on more of the titles that I'm interested in, the retro titles and the, th okay. the games that people don't play too often. He's also on Twitch. Um, core, uh, I don't I think it's, I don't want to say he's hardcore dollars or core gaming on Twitch. He's actually an MC that he's the host. Not, I won't say the host necessarily, but the first person that you're going to hear talking at our events is most likely going to be Shakur. Um, shout out to him. He does streaming of like uh, PUBG games like that. Um, I know a friend, Syed, Syed Lazmar, he is called Syed Stop Sniping on Instagram and he's trying to get into streaming. <laughs> yeah. He's another Call of Duty player, but yeah, that was, he, I, he was clever for that name, Syed Stop Sniping, because he's, he has a bunch of sniper clips from Call of Duty. He's also streaming that we're going to be supporting in the very near future. He just got himself set up. Um, I, the only thing when it comes to myself, when it comes to these things, like I would, I would like to do streaming, but I'm not a, I, I believe it or not, I'm not a big talk. I'm not a talkative person. I feel like I'd be sitting there on the mic, like playing the game. It's, you know, things will be going down, yeah, but yeah. Every, I'm gonna have to look back at you, like, oh crap, I forgot you guys were there. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so I, into it. Right? Yeah, 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 I get yeah, so yeah. into it. So it's like I, I try to promote more of my friends when it comes to streaming until I get my, you know, performance down with that. Some people are that damn good. Like they yeah, can narrate like, the whole thing, and that's what I'm saying. It's like I, not to say I can't do the same, but I feel like. In terms of multitasking with that, I'm gonna just get lost in what I'm doing mm -hmm. and not focus on the crowd. Like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. Like, <laughs> it's a yeah, it's, a, it's like a lapse of concentration that you could potentially. Because yeah, even now, like the radio show, it's amazing that you're able to encapsulate those many of the things I've seen you do in your shows yeah. and, and and through conversation. I feel like I wouldn't be able to be, hit that broad of a range of things just yet because that's why I'm that's why I need your help with this. No, no, no problem. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, when when you invited me, like I didn't game, but like you know, the the community itself, I highly support it. and like seriously, it, it's. Like you said, we have never had like a sit down a sit conversation. Down conversation like this, <laughs> it's crazy. I definitely but like. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. It's you know this is this is something that is necessary in terms of like small business and communities. Like you gotta you gotta help promote. And I mean, it says something on behalf of control yourself and control one. If you if you've gotten this, did you you didn't think that it would it would get to this level? 
I like not to say I didn't make I didn't plan on it because everything you do you want to make you know you want it to yeah, be great yeah. but it's like it happened like the, it was unfortunate the quarantine hit when it did because it was like I garnered a lot more attention than I thought I would in that mm. small period of time because we started in um, October of 2019 the end by the end of the month that's when we hosted our first event oh shit two months later that's when we got in with Microsoft. And then, Are you the, serious? and a month later, we got in with that saber with saber VR that that uh art, the VR arcade, and then Holy pandemic, shit, like it dude. took off like, and then like and then quarantine hit, and it was like, ah, oh, how are we gonna plan another event? Like nobody's gonna want to be near each other or anything. Oh my god! So that's essentially this next event that we're planning at this mixer next week. This is gonna be our first like public event since okay. the pandemic hit, and wow. we're we're not going like grand scale. We're, we might not have as many people as we had at our previous events, but we're still gonna have a good showing thanks to you know a lot of the people that are gonna be interested in not only the gaming but the clothing the music we're putting everything that i i'm getting everything that i can get my hands on into this next event just so a little bit of everything can be available for everybody wow dude holy shit that the pandemic fucked up a lot of it, it's like that's, yo, within three that sucks and that's, that's, that's like sucks. a three four month period we guarded all that and i'm thinking like we wouldn't even get to that point for at least a half a year or a year but I just took it, ran with it, and now it's like, all right, I need to, every so often I, get, I gather like the main heads that we have within control and like, all right, what can we focus on if we're not hosting an event? What can we do this week? Like, it's just like, we constantly try to talk about, it. and essentially what wow. keeps it alive is the memes that I, that I throw on the group <laughs> on Facebook. That's like the main thing I use, like, guys, don't, don't, don't walk away too fast. I got you. Don't worry. We're going to be right back with something. <laughs> Like if it was, like if you could get certified, man, you're literally like a meme lord. Oh, like man. it's like I'm almost ready to call up Mark Zuckerberg. Like, bro, what can I do here? Like, I, I like I, I not I don't create these things per se, but I'm sure that if you had me sitting in front of this screen, like with these people, I I know I can give y'all something yellow. Like, <laughs> like dude, they, like I said, man, it's a difference between just <laughs> just just sharing good memes and then like when when you're really impressed by something, you'd be like, yo, where did you get that from? And like, it's just a chain. <laughs> no, but you get, you crack me up too because like I get some of the stuff from you too, even and then like when you, your your input on some of these things, I value it so much because like you catch some references that I wouldn't expect a lot of people to catch sometimes, and it's like, yes, it came together for a certain <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if like I, you know I try not to, like I, you know it, it's crazy when you get the notifications on like somebody tagged you in a post like I would only tag you if I feel as though it's it's that echelon that's what I'm saying. if I tag you in something it's like I feel like no this is the first person I thought of when I what, like and, and if you're in a group of those don't even look at it as a ranking of friendship or anything like that it's like you are tagged here because I this message was garnered for you like I know you that you would enjoy this so I don't do right, so main quite like here's it so he put you know sometimes you're on Facebook or social media right and you see you see a meme but you don't know who shared it and like you're like oh I feel that 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 might be from and then it turns out that it's the person that you thought shared the meme like that is Maxwell <laughs> like if you like if you scroll if you scroll and you see a funny meme you're like I could see Maxwell liking this and it turns out that Maxwell was the one who shared it like he shared it yeah <laughs> I, I, sometimes you just know it's, sometimes you yeah, like know. sometimes I even feel bad because like you know like he does a great job tagging me in these things too. I feel bad sometimes because he'll hit something and it's like I literally just shared it like four <laughs> seconds ago. It's like bro, I'm not taking any shine from you. I promise. It's like I literally just happened to see it like right then and there. <laughs> I think Maxwell. I don't know. It might be dude. It might be the best one I've seen. So. I think it was Maxwell shared, but anyway, so Maxwell shared this meme. If it came from Maxwell, it were like it was like a family, like maybe like an African family in Las Vegas. They were like on the strip somewhere, but it was like tailored to like Mario, like Super Mario music. And you see like 
what was it? Was it the mom first? Like it, somebody, somebody went down like the sewer. Was it the sewer or the pothole? I know what was you're talking it? about. Yeah, like, it was like full. Of, it was full of water, and like <laughs> she just like was walking, but she wasn't paying attention to where she's going, and she takes one step and just shoot right into a suit like a manhole. With, who knows? If the, obviously, I'm sure the water was not even close to any type of clean because who knows what goes down in there. But she slid in, and you know they're freaking out, and it's like, oh my god, go get her! But then they they pan the screen away and then it's like she just went into the dungeon in super mario and she starts running through the level it's like she and she so she comes so she comes back out of it and then you see like the dad goes into the water and then he stays there for like another three seconds comes out and then the kid does it so it's like everyone it's, it's like you would think they were homeless and they were trying to like shower or something like that and they put and they did all this with the sounds of like mario in the background like it was ridiculous and the one today so I, I don't do i don't know where you find this shit at but it was like it was somebody like cycling like riding a bike in lakewood <laughs> like, they completely blew past what the red light and like oh, they just got hit yeah no and some of you know, some of these accidents it's like all right i do have a little bit of a conscience sometimes when i share these videos i do stop and think like damn like you know my grandfather might see this or you know an older member or somebody who's religious or maybe somebody that i work with but i'm like I stop and really think and I'm like, you know what? We're all human. We've all seen some things that we didn't plan on seeing and experienced some things we didn't plan on seeing. So you can't get mad at me at this. Be mad at the people who were there doing it versus me just regurgitating it to you. Like, seriously. You literally like have me tearing. Like the memes literally have me tearing. Like, seriously. And that's the thing. It's like... And then it's it's crazy because it's like I really do this offhandedly. And then if I were to sit down and really do this, it would take a lot of my time. <laughs> but but the reaction I'm getting from people, I love it. It's like they, they I, I it really has made me feel closer to the people that I have as friends on Facebook. <laughs> Not to say that again, I didn't. None of these people are just randoms that I'm like, oh, going down the hole. You yeah, may yeah. know just add them all, add them all. It's like no, these are friends and family and colleagues that I've come across all walks of life, and that, that I really enjoy that you guys. <laughs> because <laughs> no, I remember like I used to whenever you post them like if it was a good one that's like I, I was like get off Facebook like that's no, why I used to always a, you, you hit me with that and it's like chances are whenever you hit me with that comment I'm still even laughing at that myself because it's like yo it usually is something really outrageous whenever you feel the need it's up yo get off Facebook get log off log off now <laughs> Dude, you got my back hurting now like oh, that's how man. funny those fucking memes are man it's I don't know who came up. Like, it, dude, it's it's insane how far memes have come. Like, Yo. when we started in college, it was... It was literally a picture in, like, blah. The the, the, blah. the Jackie Chan. Like, that was probably oh, one yeah, of the yeah. originals. Yeah. Or and, the and, Yao and, Ming. And Neil Tyson DeGrasse. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, those... It was just literally... Uh, I want to say it all started with 4chan, because, like, them, that website was, like... Oh, that makes sense. That website it was literally the... Tr it, to this day, it probably still is the trend. You'll see some very... <laughs> You see some funny things, you see some sad things, you see some cool things, you see some gross things, but it's like it that a lot of real life trickles onto the internet and <laughs> I'm just essentially making it, I'm not I'm not bringing anything new to anyone. I'm just giving a perspective my perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just you know, you you you're you're sending you're like you're distributing what's already on there yeah, but you're giving that's what I'm saying. two cents. Like I'm all down to create new content, but when it comes to these memes and all the crazy stuff that you see <laughs> on my page, it's like this is most likely somebody else is doing. I'm just the guy you saw it from. Chances are. <laughs> so you can't get mad at me whenever you, if you get offended by anything on my page, understand I did not. That m most of those memes are somebody else's doing. It's just you just I happen to experience the same thing and you're just not acknowledging that you experienced it, too. To be quite honest. <laughs>
It's like if it wasn't if it wasn't for our like sense of society, like I would elaborate on the D'Lo oh, Brown. Yo. Like the D'Lo Brown was so fucking good. It's I feel so like fucked I up. feel like it's it's a, it's a weird thing. But I feel like you and me with dark humor, we could go on forever it's and so ever terrible. and ever. And I would love to do so on this show, even. But I know, you know, like you said, yeah, you, we can't, we can't, we don't. I don't want to offend anybody out here. You know, it's all love for everybody out here. <laughs> between between me and you, like that, it might be like the best meme you've ever. You've but shared no, some no, great ones. It's no, I understand because. Even the reaction you're having right now, when I first saw it, I I legit probably sat, I was working and I probably stopped and laughed for like 13, 15 minutes straight before I even shared it. And then I wasn't even ready for what everybody else is going to say. But I thought that I might have caught backlash on that one because they're going to be like, hey, like, you know, there are people out there that really have problems. I'm like, I understand. I understand. I'm not out to offend anybody. I'm just trying to make light of a bad situation. If if, if you can handle this type of humor, you know. <laughs> the yeah no I definitely I caught I caught backlash from the uh, the Lion King one for the Travis yeah. I definitely like a couple friends yeah. like yeah no I know right no the funniest thing with you on Facebook I've noticed before Thanksgiving you were like on a spree just I think you got like, <laughs> he had he he like erased like thirty three of his friends from Facebook for sharing Christmas stuff too soon and I'm with him on that only because I'm like literally Christmas season technically started only yesterday after yes. or no well yeah yesterday technically after the, the parade and you know Black Friday started all that now i have no problem with if you celebrate christmas go ahead do your your decorations and your holly jolly whatever the hell to 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 further to further elaborate so maxwell is completely on point with what i did so when it when it was around november 1st i said (laughs) i i'm 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 tired of people that they bypass thanksgiving and they go directly into christmas and i said well okay I know that there's a community, like there's a demographic of people that can't stand shit like that. And I'm like, I'm tired of looking at you. I'm tired of you posting Christmas shit. And I'm t- like, I, okay. So I post enough on Facebook where like some people, they, they, you know, they're entertained by my post, whether you like it or whether you don't like it, but like it, it garners attention. So I said, okay, I'm just going to block you from seeing my shit. I don't want to see yours. You're not going to see mine. So like, if you pay attention to my Facebook, then you're just going to be shit out of luck for like two months. And so yeah. Every day when I was scrolling through Facebook, like some people would, they would, they would, they would share like a, a post about, well, Christmas is coming up or make Uh-oh. sure you get Christmas gifts oh, no. or, um, you know, all this, all this shit. And I'm like, <laughs> you can't wait 30 days. But it's funny because I'm looking at it as like, you probably, I could just see you like scrolling through Facebook or something. And then you just like saw one too many. You like, you know what? I've had it's it. enough. I've had it's it. Enough. <laughs> it's enough. Like I was like, I like what, what, what bothered me is I, so I worked at that Coles and South Plainfield for, uh-huh. for years. Like I worked there until 2015. It's funny I actually worked at the Marshalls and oh, did you? Yeah, from like t- I want to say in 2011 to like 2012, right before I started getting in the medical field. Randomly. Oh shit! Dude, like, that's yeah. why we were right across. Wow, we didn't even know we were right wow. across. I would eat at the pizza shop like from time to time. I the Villa Pizza. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. It's like, this is the thing with me and Javon. We've always been like within proximity, but we never realized it every time. It's like, uh, catch me if you can. Yeah. <laughs> but, but in terms of that, oh, the main God. thing that caught my eye with you getting those, deleting those people or blocking them, whatever, they, you told a story about one woman that you personally knew and she caught you out there. And then I guess she took offense to it. And she was like, she, she felt the need to approach you. Like, why did you delete me? You, you wrote a whole post. About it. it was hilarious. I don't remember the details. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! So no no no! That was that was completely fake. So what I do like every I don't know three or four months, like I you know it's it's a rabbit hole, but it's a it's a Loch Ness monster joke. So yeah. like I come up with this crazy ass story and get people in a rabbit hole. No, that was the no, and I remember yes. Yeah, <laughs> I did That's recall reading the Loch Ness thing, but I thought you were just throwing that in there to throw it in there. But the story was really believable. You made it sound like this lady came up to you in the supermarket, like pissed. Like, 
why did you delete me? Like I do like enjoy watching. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't have posted it. Like there, there are people. So like so working so working at Kohl's, you know, you see it. November 1st, how a lot of Christmas stuff comes out. Yeah. And so you see it in retail and then you were hear it on the radio stations. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, I'm tired of hearing about Christmas. There's still like another holiday coming up. And then now I have to see on social media, other people doing it. And I'm like, that's a three pronged attack. I said, I'm going to eliminate what I can. <laughs> and so and it's like people, you can't keep them in check. Like, oh, you know, no. the, 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 the one thing I could say that you could get away with and Maxwell was, the the first person I saw with the memes, it was like somebody somebody driving in their car and in the rearview mirror was Mariah Carey, like all I want for Christmas. And I was like, it's a great meme that recognized that she's the first to come out with it. Yeah. And so I was like, if if it's not on that level, I'm just gonna block you. Exactly. Like don't 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 we don't want pictures of your kids by the lights just yet. Like right, it's not, right, right, it's right. not happening soon. It, but I only bring that up because I remember one time my, my girlfriend she works she she um works at a nail salon and her her clients bring in you know gifts and stuff cards whatever around the holidays and this one lady brought it upon herself to bring her a card with a picture of a kid's like Merry Christmas and, and it's like all right now I'd understand you already I can already see it in your eyes you know where I'm coming from with this like. If it was a family member or a close friend, okay, yeah, sure, I'll take that card. But it's like, I'm literally never going to see you, let alone your children, ever, <laughs> ever. So why would you waste this and give it to me? Like, I, I would have rather you gave her a tip or something. Like, I <laughs> forget the, like, I, I can't. I don't need now. recognition of Christmas in November. Like, yeah. come on now. No, and it feels like it got worse this year. Like, I feel like it was still August when I started seeing the stuff in the back of the store. <laughs> so it's, it's still hot outside, bro. Like, why are we talking about Christmas? <sighs> Well, I, you know, one thing I can say, you know, this was a pro, this was a project of mine, but I, I hope that more people like take initiative and do the same because these people are socially destructive. Control. Yeah, they're out of out control. Let's <laughs> not even it's with them anymore. It's been going on for a long time now. <laughs> we're like we're we're taking a stand. Like we're tired of seeing recognition of Christmas, and it's not even December. Like I'm, we're we're tired of it, and I'm going to continue to take a stance. It's like this is more of a, this is worse than like the first day of school community. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like you know we've we've seen your behaviors enough, and now we know we're just gonna. I'm just gonna get. I'm not even. Gonna, it's like almost like anti vaxxers. I'm I'm done talking to you. I'm done arguing with you. I'm just gonna remove you. That's 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 the way it is. I I, I admire you. You know, being adamant about <laughs> like it was one thing to see people like you know you see people all the time like I'm going on a deleting spree or I'm like a blocking spree and it's like no he he actually was deleting people that he knew. <laughs> And trust me, off like offline. If anyone wants to see, I will definitely show you a list of people that I block. I can't pinpoint the the post that 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 did it for me, but I I literally have like a, a list of like thirty some people that I've just blocked until January first. Yeah. Like honestly, he deserves in his honor. Like you know, they have the first the first day of Christmas. Like you might as well. He he had about like thirty three, so he can hit he can hit that that. He can, we can do a song in his honor based on that. Like. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm glad we did this, Maxwell. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I definitely want to do it again. <laughs> this is fun. I feel like we could have. There's a million and one things we could have gone over here, but it, it, it's all just. This is just the preliminary, man. No, nah, we, we're <laughs> definitely like we. We seriously, we will link up and like continue to collaborate. Yeah. Um, because I, I love what you're doing with Control One. Uh, in this show, like 
what I didn't get to get into with you is like, I know you had your, you, you, I, I've been telling everybody that all the collaborators, everything this too. Yeah. I know you had your, your time as a politician. Like, oh, don't remind me. I was giving you your support, but I, I know, it. but I can only imagine like what types of challenges you came across dealing with, you know, the type of people that are going to be gatekeeping that community. It's, I, I would summarize it by saying, you know, that was a, a piece of my life, but. I can honestly say I don't enjoy being watched or monitored by society's values. That's why that, I'm doing this. Well, no, and that's exactly why I was like when when you started when you were telling me about that, you had my support, and I was thinking like, wow, like knowing that you're you know we're people that yeah, were yeah. very honest about things. It was like, how can you find a way to censor yourself that much? Like, you see, even, I gave up. Even, well, yeah, because <laughs> like even with stuff, even with this show alone, like talking on the radio or whatever, yeah, a yeah. podcast, whatever it may be, it's like you. There are even times you have to stop yourself. Like, whoa, wait a minute, let exactly. me not say that. Let me not do that. It's like, but in op- operating in real life, you you've seen many walks of life, so it's like you're naturally just gonna do what you do. So it, it, you you see where I'm at yeah. now. So like, like it was a, it was a piece of my life that, that I enjoy doing. Um, debating a congressman is something that I would say I, I, I can, give you credit though because it's like I you're one of the few people I've seen that actually stepped into it professionally and was able to get into that realm. I tried to 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 a certain extent. I did try, but you know this is something that that I really enjoyed. Um, you know the the thing was when I was running for office, uh, somebody invited me on a podcast, and so I came on the show. And Ming was Ming was the studio owner, and oh, wow. that's that's how I ended up. I was like, dude, a podcast. Like I was told back in high school, like maybe I could be like, you know, like a radio host or something like that. And I said, well, why not do it? And then I ended up meeting Ming. I met you know other cool people, but you know this is this seems like it's something that's for me. Um, and like you know. Ming is really fucking awesome. Like he's, you know, despite being, you know, in a different state every weekend, like, you know, <laughs> the, the the foundation that he has in order for me to be able to get the show out there for them to have me uh, do my show here. Like it, it's 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 really something I'd appreciate. And so. Um, like shout out to Ming, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. seriously, shout out to Ming and a shared universe uh, like podcast studio because they, they're doing so much for people. And if you like, seriously, if you want to do a podcast, go to sharedUniverse.com. Like, no joke. Um, it he's very accommodating. No matter what you need, no matter what your needs are, whether it's immediate, whether you know it's like a week in advance, he's going to do his best to be able to help you out. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to Maxwell for coming on. Thank you so much, Javon. Thank you, Ming. Um, if anything that anybody needs to remember, Control One, we are available on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Discord, Twitch. Um, if you want to email us, Control12K19 at gmail.com. Let us know what you would want to see from the community because that's really what we want to appeal to. We want to appeal to our members and whatnot for the kids. We And next week, again, if there's anybody who's interested, I will be hosting a mixer just to make everybody comfortable with working with each other, playing around, whatever it may be. But that will lead into planning our next event, which will be a, essentially a Super Smash Bros. tournament. But we're going to have pop-up shops for clothing. We're going to have musicians and DJs that are going to be compiling their work. It's a little bit of everything. And actually, we'll have photographers and people documenting it, too. Perfect. All right. Awesome. And so one last shout out. I wanted to give a shout out to Clap Cleats. If you want your Clap Cleats, Walker 15 at checkout. Also, aaembroideries.com. If you want, you know, whatever type of embroidered apparel that you want, they could definitely make it for you. And so this is Javon. I'm just closing out. This is the World of Corner Walker. And thanks so much for listening.